went through woods and stuff, and she uh, she ran that trail while I was doing my video making, my vlogging, and uh, picture taking. So there's a, there's a nice if you ever go to Pea Ridge in Arkansas, there's a nice high uh, kind of running trail around the battlefield. So yeah, you can. You can sell that sometime too <laughs> and pretty much all of them have like extensive trails and they're well marked and well maintained and so there were a lot of people there at petersburg and fredericksburg and elsewhere that were you'd see them jogging or whatever just taking those those trails because they're really nice yeah there's another nice one around um wilson's creek too but nobody goes to these things i mean i've been to both battlefields and i think i've seen five people at the total so and the so, western ones maybe don't get quite as much tourist traffic as no, the you, ones out east. Yeah, there's virtually no tourist traffic on the western ones. I mean, it's not on the same scale as Fredericksburg in importance anyway. So you, you know, you wouldn't expect it, but they're worth going to. Oh yeah, so when I head out west, I'll, those will definitely be ones that I will stop by. Because I've been, I've not been across the Mississippi. I've been to Shiloh and Vicksburg. And Corinth. I'll meet uh, you at Wilson's Creek. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't ventured across the river to the other. Uh, cool one. You can still see the trenches in Vicksburg. Yeah, Vicksburg is really cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Vicksburg. So, Shiloh's good too. So, I haven't done any of the East Coast ones. I've only done the West and the, I guess the Trans Mississippi ones. There's a one in Oklahoma that I want to go to as well, which is. Poorly marked out, so probably like a state park as opposed to a national. I, it's like, not like Perryville. Perryville is like a state, yeah, state it's park like instead of a national battlefield area. So it's not even a park; it's even less defined. So, hey, Carl joined. Hey, Carl. Hey, sorry, I was looking for everybody and I couldn't find it, so I was dicking around trying to take care of a couple things and. Then, came back and looked and everybody was you know, here. So, yeah, I, I guess, uh, I don't know. Everybody's kind of got their own view on not view necessarily, but I don't know how you decide where to meet, but is it, I, I guess everybody's on both servers. Yeah. 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 Doesn't matter. I guess these are our big problems. Yeah. First world problems. Yeah. Oh, I've got too many <laughs> discord servers. Yeah. <laughs> I've got seven or on there. I've got a combat commander vassal tournament one, and that I don't know. Oh, nice. And a couple yeah. of just random ones. So, yeah, I was on the Twilight Imperium one, and there was a thousand people saying inane stuff, so I muted it. <laughs> yeah, I think almost all mine are RPG related so far. Um, and it looks like Rex is going to be joined a little bit later. Um, so I think. We can get started. Um, so just maybe, a. I think we had a pretty simple, it was a long session or a regular session lengthwise, but it was relatively straightforward, I thought. Uh, but maybe I'd do a, a kind of a, a quick recap for everybody. Uh, the the fellowship or the, the company had started in Woodland Hall and had planned a route that would take them to Rivendell. And you guys pl planned that out on the map. Uh, it was going to take you along the old forest road and across the old ford through the high pass uh, and then through, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, the Amaldurus Valley. 
the Mladlers Valley, and then uh, over to Rivendell. And so it's basically a, a three-leg trip, right? You've got the the kind of the part that's in the Wilderland, uh, which you guys completed last week. And now you're preparing to head over the High Pass, which is most certainly the, the longest and most treacherous part of the journey. Um, maybe, a, and so on that first leg, you guys came across, it looked like a, uh, I'll call it a platoon or so, maybe a, a half a platoon of what, goblins? Yeah. Who seem to be uh, kind of staking out uh, a small camp a little bit north of the road that you were on. You guys did some scouting and then went through some elaborate and effective planning uh, to get the drop on them. And I think ultimately dispatched every one of them or nearly every one of them. Um, I think some fled. Yeah. Yeah. A couple, maybe a couple, couple got away. You guys fled. talked about maybe track them down, but I can't remember if they, they was, fully got away, but. Uh, uh, was that where we left? I was having trouble when I was thinking about what we were doing. Cause I knew we'd fought the goblins, but I was like, what? Did we just end it right at the end of the fight? Or did anything <laughs> happen afterwards? Because I couldn't remember. I think we did end it after the fight. So, Yeah, I think we we kind of effectively said it was over. Um, and a, a couple had escaped. And you guys had some maybe reasonable concerns about those guys getting away. But what can you do? Um so I wanted I think, to. Start... I think Duran would say. I think Duran would say we would hunt down every last one every... until they are dead, <laughs> into their homes and into their yes. schools and into their jobs and workplace places of work and grind them down to dust. Um, so uh, a couple of things I want to do, kind of mechanically. Uh, so after a battle, uh, you guys do get to rest for about thirty minutes. And a hero that rests after battle recovers endurance equal to your basic heart score. So I'll do that for Buren. And I think Buren was, I don't know if anybody else was, but Buren was actually weary where his fatigue and was higher than his endurance. So I'm going to give him, let me pull up his sheet. Um, I think that was the only one. You see, yeah, I was okay. You said it was equal to her heart. Or your basic your basic heart score. So, for instance, Buren has a basic heart of two. So, I'm going to take his endurance from 25 up to 27. I have a basic heart of six. So, I have so much more heart than Buren. <laughs> I'm. A, I guess I'm a cold-hearted we should, elf. So, call, we should call you all the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, when you're traveling. Uh, you actually do get a little, you know, when you rest in a a safe place like a town or a sanctuary, uh, you do get your endurance plus, uh, uh, if you're unwounded, you get two endurance plus your heart. But while you're traveling, like we're doing right now, you're on a journey, uh, you're supposed to get two every night, but it's it's kind of weird when you kind of do like a whole leg that took a week. And but it's only going down as low as your total fatigue, right? Isn't that isn't our endurance at our fatigue level, which is determined by our encumbrance? No, endurance is what goes down, and then you compare your 
fatigue against that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Matt's got it right. So basically you've got a let's say a thirty endurance and you've got a twenty-five fatigue. And as you travel, you do uh travel checks. Uh and if you fail, your endurance, excuse me, your <laughs> here we go, your fatigue goes higher because you're fatigued, you're becoming more fatigued. But in battle, if you get hit, your endurance goes down. And at some point, those two cross, and that's when you become weary. So right now, okay. by yeah, resting after, yeah, by resting after combat or resting at night, you're recovering your endurance. So my endurance was at 23, and now it's back up to 26. Uh, yeah, because my heart is six. So okay. Well, it was 20. Is 26 your max? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you guys had too much travel. I mean, you, you you piled up the bodies, but I don't think you had too much trouble with uh, those goblins. So most of you will probably be at or close back to your um, your maximum endurance. That's that's uh, Larry's uh, propensity to stay right in that nice defense zone. <laughs> but he doesn't um, seem to get hit very often. And it looks like Buren is no longer wary, barely. I thought, I, I thought weary went away or does not go away. I'm sorry. It does when you sleep overnight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. In the in the moment, it doesn't go like if 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 you if your endurance goes down, and you become weary in the middle of combat or some you know some scene. Uh, but yeah, if if you recover endurance at a resting period. Uh, then uh, that's when weary goes away. Yeah, girls get weary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> how many how many treasure points do the goblins have on them? Uh, I, I probably like zero. <laughs> are you are you for? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought yeah. you said like one or two or something. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I mean, actually, I think that does sound about right. I mean. A group that big, I don't think they'd have anything. Let's, uh, yeah, I'll give uh, everybody can get one treasure. All right, you're not gonna get rich off these guys. Don't spend all in one place. Exactly. Or, well, I, can I forego my treasure point and instead roll for a priceless artifact? Because I've had some success with that. In the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I hope I didn't give you the a false sense of uh, how common that was. Uh, that was pretty. No, I was I know, I know. well aware that uh, you know you don't usually roll whatever it was six sixes or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh, the the treasure hoards are are pretty pretty rare as well. You do find a a, a shiny golden ring on one of the goblins, so you might want to do something. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Right on. <laughs> no, <Precious. you> <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> don't fire. It's brass and it's got varnish on it. Or, it's know. right. It's cursed. Um, all right. So let's get ready for the uh, the high pass. First of all, I do have some traveling music. We'll see how we do with that. Pretty stepping up their production levels of. Oh, so peaceful. Dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> Goblins. <Yeah. laughs>
All right, so let me, uh, let me see. I got some other little visuals for you. Do you guys see the high pass mountain that I just pulled up? I see the map. You see the map? Okay. What about now? You'll see a map. I don't know how to use the show to players button. But you think we be pretty straightforward. We'll do it old school. It's the love theme. Oh, I see a mountain there. There we go. All right. So there's the high pass. There's a pass in there. I just see a giant mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, the scale throws it off. Off off here to the right is the high road, or the low road, and off here to the left is the uh, the high road. Um, yeah, the high pass. It rises from the vales of Anduin in a winding road. In places, this road is little more than a dirt track or a scar on the landscape. But in others, the ancient works of dwarves can still be seen. The road is well designed and rises above bogs and other obstacles on a ridge of packed earth and stone. And here you see mostly the stone. Yeah, and the, the high pass, like I said, it's it's actually two paths. Um, you have word that the lower pass off here to the right uh, is uh, over the over the centuries, orcs have encroached upon it. And it is it is riddled with secret caves and tunnel exits. Um, and perhaps at the uh, the easterly inn, the hobbits had told you that a any traveler who braves the low road is almost certain to be targeted by goblin arches. So it is only used at times uh, when orcs are in retreat. So basically, the the low road is is shunned. Uh, the high road is probably more difficult, um, but more of a journey, uh, a difficult journey than it is a, you know, dangerous from being around goblins and orcs. Um, I'd say, uh, I'd say the goblins are currently in retreat after the <laughs> thrashing we just gave them. Uh, Could yeah. Be. Could be. But let's, let's take the high road. <laughs> All That's right. Let me see if I can get stuff going on here. Okay, everybody in agreement. Uh, so the only thing I would the only thing I would say is like they haven't really been in retreat, right? But I'm fine with the high road for the adventure. Yeah, I but was, they have been they have been active. I was just joking about them being in retreat, just to just to comment on our battle prowess. Oh no no no! I got yeah. it! I got it! But I mean, as a whole, they've been pretty active. Yeah, I think we would probably take the high road to avoid goblin ambushes. All right, and I, I did skip a step here. I got your your seven fellowship pool for your your extra success dice. So just remember that you've got that uh, uh, in your pockets. All right, the the high pass in the high road. So, oh, sorry, Ty. Speaking yep. of success dice, we still have. I think I still got one left from. Or is this is this what we're looking at? We're all supposed to have one now. Is that? Yeah, I I, I didn't change anything on the 
So yeah, if you've got a little golden dice a die by your uh, character, you do have your own personal, and that's that's your pool for the entire entire journey. So basically, until you get to Rivendell for these these travel activities, uh, we did that lore test at the very beginning, and that's how you earn those. But yeah, you still have those. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say because I know I get. So we've already done our preparedness for the journey because I I I because I had my virtue that gives me a bonus roll for that. Yeah, we only do that once, right? When we set yeah. up initially. Yeah. So so from Woodland Hall to the Rivendell, it's one journey. I kind of broke it down into three legs for some of the mechanics. Right. But it's that that travel test at the very beginning where you get the, the success extra success dice that happens once at the very beginning. So that's it for now. Uh, okay, so the the high pass you're looking at about uh, sixty total miles, um, and game wise, it is no, it is known as what's called daunting, daunting um, terrain, and the reason that matters is because the more difficult the terrain, the more higher the uh, target number is for your fatigue tests. Uh, this should take you about three weeks of travel. You've been on the road for about one week so far. So we'll basically just say uh, one week is, well, there's actually a calculation behind this, but there's you have three fatigue, t- uh, three fatigue tests to make uh, to get through the high pass. So if everybody, and I'll do it for, for Buren, um, you want to do a a fatigue test, which is versus travel, uh, at a target number of sixteen. Never we could do that once. All right, travel the target of sixteen. Mm-hmm. And remember, if you're going to do uh, any success dice, you want to you want to declare that before you roll. And we can get into uh, <laughs> other stuff as well. <laughs> Yeah, I, I oh, and, it, <laughs> and I'm assuming that nobody uh, um, is changing their their position. You know, guide, huntsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah. Does my does mine auto succeed even if I didn't get 15 because of the fellowship symbol? Uh, yeah, for, uh, the the Gandalf symbol that you yeah. automatically pass. Yep. Okay. Um, Automatic fail. So. And probably spring some goblins on us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. So I, I see. Looks like uh, Larry passed. Uh, Matt, you're at a 10. Um, you could spend hope if you're... Yeah, my, uh, my heart's not high enough. So. Heart's not high enough. So you're going to fail? Carl, how about you? Well, with an 8... Um, yeah, so... Uh, I can't remember whether I'd be favored or just regular for this because that would make a difference. It would be un- travel would be underlined if it's favored. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. I can't pass. You can't pass. Okay. And looks like Larry passed. Uh, Chlamydius did not. And let me look at. I think. Look at. Uh... Well, Buren would have to have it favored because I think you said his heart was two. So. Yeah, you're right. Um, 
This travel's favorite. favored with him. Seems unlikely, but... Oh, it is. Oh. It is. So three. That favored is three for yeah, him. Still so not enough. enough. Still not enough. Okay. So anybody who failed uh, picks up a uh, their fatigue, right? So you're. I think you're in your summer, spring and summer travel gear. Yeah. So your fatigue should go up by two. Okay. Tra- travel fatigue or just... Uh, yeah, change travel, you know, add two to your travel fatigue. Okay. If you fail. Uh, let's look at John. John rolled the Eye of Sauron. Uh, where is... You know, my travel fatigue was already at one. Should that have been at zero? No, you probably picked one up have, on the last okay. one. Yeah, we so yeah, picked it's up. It's going to accumulate over the journey, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Uh, all right, so John rolled ISR on. So I need to f- pick a a random that doesn't seem to work. Can't be. Oh, I see what it's doing. Okay, uh, what did I roll first? Okay, of course, Lord Master's choice. Who is our scout? Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are crossing the high pass. Uh, you decided to take the high trail. And there are ancient ruins found along the way. I think I mentioned in the description earlier some dwarven ruins. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're pocketed from, from where... Uh, uh, they've got, uh, you know, any ruins, <laughs> runes on the ruins have worn away to the, for the most part. Um, and the company finds itself uh, approaching this ancient settlement, uh, and, and it's worn away until almost no trace of it exists. As the scout, you and, uh, Fesco are out front and... Let's see. The path itself, the path of the the high pass, um, actually leads up to a buried staircase. And the buried staircase is just kind of peeking out of behind some rocks. Um, And these rocks, they're uh, old stones. They're loose and crumbling. And you actually see what remains of some, you know, roots from trees that, you know, are basically dead. But the roots have cracked open uh, the stone that's leading you to the staircase. Um, While you're out front, I need you and Fesco to make an explore test. Okay. What's target number? Uh, 16. Holy smokes. Okay. Nicely done. Nicely done. So, so, uh, this is your chance to kind of narrate, Matt, uh, what Bird finds. I mean, basically, as the scout, uh, she's trying to navigate the company through, you know, this dangerous crumbling structure and warning them against, uh, I don't want to tell you everything to do, but, um, well, yeah, I think she just does exactly. So the stairs are what we need to, I mean, that's the path. Um, yeah. And so Bird, just pretty light on her feet, just navigates and find a few spots and 
helps everyone up, weaves head a little bit. You know, hey, hey, watch your step. And boosts little Bingo up as he starts to slip. Stairs are a little tall for him. Nice. Okay. All right. Let's move on to fatigue test number two. Everybody roll again. Travel 16 is your target number. Fesco passes. Buren passes. Larry passes. Edible. Not so much for... Looks like Carl and Chlamydias. Not passing, huh? Yeah. No, I, I can do a um, point of hope this time pass. If you'd like. I don't yeah. think that's even going to get me a point of hope. What was that, John? I'm, I'm going to fail miserably in any case. Yeah, you, okay, you don't have it. Yep. All right. All right, yeah. So anybody who failed, uh, I'll go ahead and pick up another two endurance. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, two fatigue. fatigue. Add two, two to your travel fatigue. I guess it's just John. Yep. Uh, add two travel. So pretty, uh, not too bad for two weeks in. All right, let's do uh, fatigue test number three. I think I can get three failures. All right. So a uh, bird. Too uh, too far away for you. Yep. All right, that's two more travel. Yep. Fatigue for you, uh, Carl. What about Bingo? I think I'm gonna take the fatigue. Yet. Well, okay. We have seven hope. I mean, fellowship, and you've already spent hope. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, if we're going to Rivendell, I am assuming we're gonna get plenty of rest. So I was afraid that we might have something on the way there. Mm. I got plenty of endurance, so I. Okay. And yeah, Larry, he can the best he can do is seven. If he, oh, he's not favored, so he can't even get that. So too far away for Larry. So Larry thinks two. Okay. Two travel. Uh, two travel fatigue. Fatigue TF. Um, Buren passes, and John Chlamydias. Chlamydias. Yet again. Not used to the high. <laughs> High mountains. No, I'm not a mountain boy. <laughs> I thought the elements didn't affect elves. Yeah, well, he's not wrong, didn't you? All right. Okay, well, well three weeks. Had too many pipe smokes. <laughs> winded. Three weeks of travel have taken you through the high pass. Uh, and that was for the wear. Um... So just a quick check. Any, I, I think you actually have to manually manage this. Does anybody whose whose total fatigue is now higher than their endurance? Anybody, Chlamydia? I'm looking at you. Maybe. No. Uh, oh, my total fatigue. Yeah, no, it's not higher than that. Still lower. Okay. 
Yeah, cool. Still lower. Yeah, okay. I've still got six points to spare. I got three points, so yeah. And if we're close, we can start dropping gear if we need to, right? You could do that. Yep. Throw away the spear. No, well, we still have our pack meals, don't we? A pack. Yeah. You, oh yeah, we still got the. Uh, who was it? You've got uh, Puff Pony and Puff. No, Fluffy and Patch. Your your two ponies that you had. They're helping you out. All right, so now uh, you're into the Imladris Valley. And I've got another wonderful image for that somewhere. Mm -hmm. Still not working. Weird. User error. Oh, I see it. Oh, there we go. It was tiny before. Oh, quite the vista. Yeah. <laughs> it was on there, but it was tiny. Yeah. 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 When you first drag it on, it, it shows up first as a uh, as a token. Okay. So I just had to, I had to blow it up there. Uh, all right. So this is actually... Let me take a look here. So you've got about 40 miles to go. Um, these are known as freelands, as opposed to daunting. I'm sorry, moderate, as opposed to daunting. Uh, and your t target number is going to be 12. You've got about three days of travel ahead of you. Um, let's see. Travelers coming from the high past high pass or traveling east to cross it may find themselves marching across a high moor where the wind hisses through the heather the vast slope climbing towards the mountain is broken by many narrow ravines and gullies filled with trees or resounding with the crash of falling waters all right so just a couple days for this part of the journey uh i need everybody to make Another fatigue test versus a 12. Versus a 12. Yeah. Hey, we can get hope to get there, though. <laughs> so, you know, for favored, we use our heart to get there. Is that what it is? No, yeah, favorite. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if your if your travel skill it's is underlined, that yep. means it's favored, and then you can use the favored value of of heart as your hope bonus. Oh yeah, I yes, I, I need that. Wow, that's a roundabout way. What did I just say? If your travel skill one just is underlined, yes. Then you use your favorite of your heart or your heart skill, either way. Your favorite, your, yeah, use your favorite of heart to apply it to your your travel role. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. Find either way, I was. You're good. Okay. So, uh, bird, how are you looking? Uh, I cannot get there. Cannot get there, and oh, Jern <laughs> passes again. Uh, bingo. I'll spend uh, another point of hope. Why don't you take from the fellowship? Yeah, fellowship. 
You take from the fellowship pool, Carl. Uh, okay, if I am encouraged to do that, I will do that. Yeah, just because I think it's hard to get open. It is, yeah. It is. Okay. Uh, Kyle will come to you and Larry in a moment. Uh, John sounds like you passed with. You needed to spend a point of hope, right? Uh, well, with my favorite, I got. If I use my hope, that is my favorite there. Is that what it means? Yeah, I need? yeah. If you if so you yes. want the if you want the bonus of the hope or your yes. favorite hope in this case, yeah, you, you need to spend. Okay, I'll spend, spend a. Hope. Okay, I can do that. All right, and Larry, you're you're at eight. Um, first of all, uh, and didn't I don't think it's probably too far for you, right? Yeah, I can only get six. Okay. So Wait, it was fourteen. It was fourteen, and not sixteen, right? But I rolled auto fail. Twelve. It doesn't 12. It matter. Yeah. So the the, the ISRON is not an auto fail. It's just okay. a zero. It's just a zero. Oh, yeah, then I'll spend so, a point of hope. Yeah, you're right. It's it's twelve, not sixteen. So yeah. uh, I'll spend a point yeah. of hope to get there. Okay. Yeah. The the lush, lovely lands of the uh, Elven Valley is is kinder. All right, but you did get an ISRON. Is our guide only rolled zeros? Yeah, I think that's just an artifact of the the module. What it's really telling me is who am I going to screw? Oh, in the parentheses. Yeah, or it says guide, which is Buren, but he's but Rex is not here. That may not be fun. Let me let me think about that for a second. Um. He's not here. That's why you screw him. Yeah, but I mean, somebody's got to play him. <laughs> um, try to look out then. <laughs> uh, Bingo and Chlamydias. Bingo. Yeah. Some somewhat okay, so let's start with uh well you guys are gonna let's go to Larry, uh or actually not even Larry, but um Kyle. Gimme set the scene here for me. You guys have been traveling the first day after coming out of the high pass. Tell me, you know, is it day, is it night, what's the weather like? Um what's the what's the surrounding like? Let's see what time of year are we in? Uh, it's basically spring. Okay, oh, that's right. We we, we're wearing our light. Yeah. We have our light travel gear. Yeah. So I would say it's gray. It's overcast. It's just kind of spitting rain. Um, windy. Kind of you know that cold, windy, rainy spring uh, up in the high uh, more. And so it's just kind of gray, gray and unpleasant. Everybody's kind of got their clothes, their cloaks pulled up around their faces, trying to keep the chill and the wet out. Larry has tried and failed to keep a pipe lit as they've been going. Cool. Okay. Um, and Bingo and Chlamydias. Yeah. You guys are on the lookout. You're the lookout okay. men. Um... At this point of the journey, and as Kyle was describing, 
uh, on top of that, the land uh, suddenly becomes, you find yourself in a part of the land that is eerily quiet, except for the buzzing of insects and the rustling of leaves from slithering serpents. Mm. Um, and I don't know, you guys are maybe having a good laugh or you guys have a pretty good relationship, I imagine. You're having a good laugh. And, and about at the same time, both of you notice in the crook of a tree limb, both of you spot an old leather pouch. Mm-hmm. Maybe about as big as something you'd keep. Uh, not quite a back. I'll call, yeah, we'll call, we'll call it a pouch, but a pretty big pouch. I mean, not backpack size. Kind of like not a really side satchel or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bigger than a, a lunchbox, but a bread box, but bigger than a fanny pack. Any, bigger than a fanny pack, but not as big as a backpack. That's true. And yeah, as you're as the, my fanny pack comment was totally lost. And, and as you you spot it, uh, almost as if on its own, it falls to the ground. So from about a height of maybe five feet, the crook in this this tree, it falls to the ground and its contents spill out. Um, and it appears to be uh, a few coins which we would equate to about four treasure points. Woohoo! Wow. It's a lot uh, of coins. I need... How do I want to do this? I mean, I it's need... not a priceless Numenorean artifact, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll do it for both of you. Both of you need to make an awareness check. Versus uh, 14. You're going to... Wait, you said you're going to do it for us? Or were you... Were you... I, I didn't quite get that. Do we we, we yeah. make the roll, or are you doing? Something? Yeah, you both of you make the roll. Okay, make the roll for each of you. Yeah. Um, Ooh, bingo spots it. Yeah, and I can use a hope point to get that as or a fellowship point to get it as well. Uh, you you could, but one of you's enough in this okay. case, okay. Unless, unless you wanted to do it. And because no? what we we were doing checks and all that kind of stuff, I think for. Yeah, no, that's fine. We can hold it. Okay. Bingo, being a little bit closer to the ground, uh, notices that among the gold is a man's tooth crusted in dried blood. Oh, hey. Hmm. Ah. Is it... It's a... Does it... I mean, so it's a tooth. Does it matter what... I mean, like, is it a molar? Is it a... Doesn't matter. <laughs> what would you like it to be? <laughs> oh, okay. How about a molar? <laughs> is that a gold filling? It is a molar. Is it fresh blood or is it um, dried up? It's dried. Yeah, crusted with dried blood. Interesting. What What do the coins look like? They They from around here or are they um, yeah. recognize the inscriptions? Yeah. I mean, at this point I've assumed that you haven't, I mean, you're, uh, are you touching the gold? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, before I touch anything, I would like to look around and make sure yeah. that some, nothing's up in the tree or, you know, kind of around. It's a, it's a snare yeah. trap. So yeah, exactly. 
I mean, yeah, like I said, the coins had fallen out. Let's say there was maybe 30 coins in there. Um, they have uh, what you would recognize as the markings of men. You know, maybe some some sigil that was a, of an ancient uh, kingdom or something. I mean, it appears to be, uh, you know, not anything that you recognize from from current times. Uh, but definitely uh, of men. Coins of men, we'll call them. And a tooth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does it look like anybody's been in this around this tree anytime recently? Uh, no. If you'd like to give me an explore roll, anybody who wants to look around? That's sure, yeah. Lariel. Are you going to take a look around? 14? 14? Yeah. Please. Just anyone? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, you guys are all together. Sure. <laughs> Larry's oh, barely even awake, apparently. <laughs> I think uh, I think Fesco can help me with this. Nope. Yeah, you can. That's what I need to Trying to figure out how Larry could even pass a... I guess he could spend hope if he rolls a 10 <laughs> or a 9. Still come up short. Unless I spend a hope, I come up short. Yeah, how do we... What's, uh, what's At the, this point, uh, you might as well spend the hope to get it out of the way. Yeah, did anyone... No one passed. I'll spend the hope then. Okay. Um... Yeah, bird. Uh, Fesco starts growling uh, at another tree. What, Fesco? Fesco? What, she'll she'll inch over there. She'll draw her axe out. I don't want to ruin it by giving Fesco a Scooby Doo voice. <laughs> <laughs> I did it anyway. Um, yeah, so Fesco has found what what's a, what appears to be another pouch hmm. about the same size and uh, sitting in a crook of a tree. Okay, I'll open this it one. Up. Do, this one does not fall. Okay, you grab. Yeah, it's about. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach for it. Yep. Okay, and look inside, and yep. more coins. And this time, two bloody, uh, dried blood at least, uh, teeth. Hmm. Huh. Now we got to start looking at the, at the trees around here to see if there's any other ventures. Yeah. Are we standing in the middle of a of a some magical symbol that we don't know about? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, when you took a look around, really the only thing that struck you as interesting was the second pouch that, that Bird and Fesco found. Hmm. What about other trees? That's it? We just found those two? Yeah, yeah, no other, uh, no other, uh, pouches are found. No markings, they're just plain pouches? 
Oh, the pouches themselves? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, brown leatherish sure. drawstrings okay. stitched together. And that's enough that we notice. Can we, make, can we make like a laurel or something like that when, uh, I don't know, is this some, it's a reach, but like, is this some kind of myth we've heard of or something like that? I don't know. I'm just thinking of, uh, and what the, like the, the, some urban legend or, or mm-hmm. rural legend, maybe in this case, yeah, or, you know, yeah. the old tooth thief or something. Sure, sure, sure. Where to? Yeah, I mean, I'll let I'll let uh, maybe just one of you make a lore roll. Not unless me. Somebody's, unless somebody's got a or, or riddle, maybe. Be a, uh, nah. If you're making a what is it? Uh, draw conclusions from seemingly unconnected scraps of information by deduction, reasoning, and intuition. Maybe chlamydia's. Why? Why would I do that? Actually, or Larry, or oh. Larry, Larry does have a specialty in folklore. So, oh, there you go. There you go. That sounds a lot more plausible. Than but his mine. lore is much worse than his riddle. So that's why I was samurai. <laughs> I'm trying to samurai my way into using riddle. Oh, you, I think you and John both have two. So, my oh lore. no, I was like, I was looking at the wrong set. I'm yeah, my lore is only one. So yeah, my lore is not that great. So I mean, I can roll for it. And you know, maybe my specialty is could give me some sort of. You say not that great, but it's the highest. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll roll. You know, let's 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 do it here. All right. So bird tosses like the teeth over to. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Pitiful. John's on a roll tonight. Yeah, I'm. I'm rolling hot, hotter than a pit. <laughs> oh, well, can you add your wits to it and pass? Uh, I could add my wits, but yeah, yeah. So spend a fellowship point. Yeah, because you already spent hope, right? So, yeah, I did. So, can we do that, Mister Do it. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking something up. You, 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 you're within hope striking yeah. distance. Correct. Okay. You do a fellowship pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. Yeah, Chlamydius. Uh, I guess it was good that it was you. Um. Let's see how to explain this. Okay, so you're you're in the realm of the elves. Yes. Right. Um, and you've and certainly, I mean, this isn't your homeland, but you know, it's still Elven. Um, and you recall some connection uh, between what we'll call tainted. Uh, a tainted treasure and the undead. Mm-hmm. Ah, so this is this is this is tainted. So it, it will mark it. Will, it's an attraction to the undead. Is that what you're suggesting? Uh, I'm not suggesting anything. <laughs> <laughs> your, your your knowledge takes Chlamydia's knowledge is, takes them as far as knowing that you know the the, the coins and the teeth. And the, the 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 nature of of men in ancient times, there's Ooh. some connection to the undead with what yeah. you're what you're piecing together here. Yeah. So I'm 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 suggest I would suggest to the party that this is uh, a connection with the undead. This is uh, it, it. It may be wise to leave this alone. It's not worth it unless we want to deal with the undead. Is is there a way to? Uh... 
purify it or bury I mean, like, should we bury it, it or is there a way to purify it? Break the curse. I wouldn't even think in, I wouldn't even think in that far, but I mean, if there's a way, I was just trying to figure out if there's a way to kind of neutralize it and then just leave it alone. So yeah. other travelers don't, uh, yeah, don't stumble yeah. across. Yeah, I, we could we could just cut it down and leave it elsewhere so it's not attracted. Um, I think that's probably the best way to neutralize it so that people don't. If if it's visible, it's going to be a, a lure to other people. And if we cut it down and leave it um, uh, down and not visible, then it's going to be not seen by further travelers and attracted. Yeah, so we can maybe dig a hole and bury it. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't have to be a deep does, hole. Does anyone have a shovel? We should. Yeah, you've got you've got some gear. If you'd like to, so so tell me about. Uh, you're just gonna put it in a hole in the ground and leave it and cover it up. Should, should we burn it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's gonna. Attract, not enough to melt the coins or just attract other people we just bury it there no one's going to see it Lord, yeah bury it off the trail somewhere yeah maybe our master tunnel digger could bury it for us yeah I, I was waiting for someone to get to the action <laughs> 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 he's returned yeah <laughs> Welcome, Rex. Deep a hole do you want it buried? <laughs> so no one will find it, and, and we're not here long. <laughs> we would call it. Yeah. Anybody want to bring uh, Rex up to speed on uh, what you found and what you're thinking about doing? We found two pouches of gold. Both have uh, human teeth in there, and uh, with blood on the teeth. Uh, old styles. Uh, there seems to be. I. I my elven lord tells me that there's a connection to the undead. Uh, this may be a trap, so we're trying to neutralize the trap by burying the gold um, so that it's not visible. Um, it seems to be attractive to the undead. So if we take it... Or do, do we know it's attractive to the undead? Or perhaps the coins, if you carry the coins, you have advantage against the undead. <laughs> I think it's highly unlikely that you're going to get an advantage against the undead if they're putting it out there for us. So... It was an Eye of Sauron, not a Gandalf symbol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's most likely we leave this level. That's my suggestion. I agree with Rich, so burying a few coins isn't really going to bother him. So he's he's happy to go along with that. So Yeah, so, I mean, as long as it doesn't take us more than an hour or so, we can bury it and move on. Uh, yeah, it's not going to cause you too much trouble to bury it. Uh, any special ceremony or, I don't know, blessing or prayer that you guys want to make uh, to make this a little bit more than just uh, putting a hole in the ground? Um, maybe we can uh, burn some herbs or something over it. I don't know. I'm... <laughs> yeah, let's burn some herbs over it. Yeah, some, uh, you know, burn some sage. <laughs> Be right, on it, herb right now. Be yeah. on it. Be on it. Yeah, that would work. Too. <laughs> He's burning some of that sweet gunge. 
might mark it as our own territory and we don't let it mark as our own territory. All right. Uh, if, if you're suggesting we take a shit in it, I, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be, that's fine. Uh, Uh, yeah, so the uh, the gold goes into the hole pretty pretty easily, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the end of that. Well done. You know, nothing like uh, giving up eight treasure, but yeah, do what your heart tell heart tells you. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, yeah, so the uh, that you know that's basically the first day. Uh, on the second day, about halfway in, uh, Chlamydius. Yes. Um, but, 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 you find a path marked with white stones. Okay. Okay. Uh, do the stones tell me, I mean, are they marked in any way that's just plain white stones? Plain, very, very plain, uh, very bright, uh, considering the terrain. Uh, they stand out a bit, uh, but then they, uh, you know, they, there's maybe four or five in a line. Um, a line that goes across uh, maybe four, across four feet. Um, and then that's, that's all you see. Um, you do believe that you are perhaps in the Valley of Rivendell. Ah, okay. So we're getting close. Okay. Um, no who, is, who is our guide? Our guide, oh, just in time, Rex. Buren. Yes. Would you like me to make a trouble roll? Uh, I would like you to make... What is your wisdom score? What is my wisdom score? Let's see. Wisdom? Do we have a... Looks like a three. Okay. Yeah. And you don't happen to have the elf friend trait, no? Uh, no, I do not. I'm energetic. I'm rock-hardened, and I'm elusive. Uh, you do have your buddy Chlamydius with yep. you. Um, yeah, so as a guide, Buren, I need you to make a travel roll. Okay. And your target number is going to be... Eighteen. Ooh. Wow. Why did we pick me to be the guide, by the way? I'm just trying to... Because you have three in travel with favored. I was going to say, I think you picked you to be the guide, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Okay, I was looking at I was looking at the wrong place for the character to be. I'm like, I have nothing in travel. That's weird. Uh, it, it, it kills me. I mean, I know why that it's not, but it just this tra this character sheet not being alphabetized. Just ah, it really. It's the, it's the way the scores are in relation. The, oh yeah, the names, the tips, or whatever. Absolutely, absolutely, and the, and the categories. Yeah. 
it just makes it harder to miss. Eighteen, yes. All right, that doesn't sound very promising. Oh my oh, god! Nice. Would would eighteen be one more or one less than the nineteen Buren just brought? And, and, the, and then the Gandalf symbol passed anyway. Take your pips, man. Take your pips. Seriously. Okay. Okay. Well, is that one or two pips? Just one, right? Well, let's see. You, you looks like you already had your first pip, right? Correct. I just put the second one on. Yeah. You need a ting wire for your second one, don't you? Oh, that's right. You do need an extraordinary uh, success. The Gandalf symbol won't cut it by itself. Yeah. Sorry. It does not cut it by itself. It does not cut it by itself. So Carl just was taunting me. Wish, wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, shit. Makes it. So, uh, Buren, uh, with a little bit of prompting from Chlamydius, uh, you find, uh, you pick up the trail of these white stones. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take you further and further deeper into a wooded area in a, if you call it a gully. Um, and you come across. Rivendell. Almost certainly Rivendell. Welcome to Rivendell. And refresh my recollection, Chlamydius. Are you from Rivendell or are you from a different I'm from, I'm from, Arkwood. I'm from Arkwood, so I am not okay. Rivendell. Oh. These are not my people. Okay. Have you heard any stories? I've heard lots of stories. I mean, they're you know, my elven folk, so... A little bit different, but they're good people. So, not wise in the way of knowledge. Are we going to be well received, or is there something we should be careful about? Something no. they might be sensitive to. I I think as long as you are well behaved and uh, respectful, everyone will, will be fine. Master Master Elrond lives here. That is correct. This is his 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 home. Definitely his home. Yeah, so you follow across a a number of gullies and ravines that are dug by the waters of the river Bruin? Bruinen? B-R-U-I-N-E-N. Bruinen. Bruinen. The loud water. As they tumble down from the misty waters to the east, which I imagine is this this river here on the the right hand side of the image. Yep. Um, Midius, uh, the story of Elrond is not lost on you. No. Elrond, the, Elrond the half elven. Elrond the half elven came here in another age of the world, looking for refuge for the high elves of Aragon, fleeing from the destruction of their land. For centuries, the elves dwelt in peace in the hidden valleys of the region, but their lord always kept a watchful eye on the maneuvers of the enemy. 
the hosts assembled for the last alliance of elves and men mustered in Imladris before they were ready to move against Mordor. And Elrond was always a steadfast ally of the Dunedain of Arnor in their war against Ang Agmar. Angmar. 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 In the Third Age, Elrond chose to give his protection to the heirs of Isildur, and since the end of the North Kingdom, the sons of the chieftains of Dunedain have been raised in Rivendell, and the heir their heirlooms of their house left in the keeping of its master. But five thousand years are a long time even for the elves, and the sorrows they endured were many. With the passing of the centuries, the number of elven folk of Rivendell dwindled as more and more left in Ladris to return west over the Great Sea. The House of Elrond became a sanctuary for the weary and the oppressed, and a safe haven where the memory of all that had been fair could be preserved from the injuries of time. So yes, Rivendell isn't quite what it once was, but is still the last homely house. Um, let's see. You do pick up some motion within uh, Rivendell. You're close enough. I almost think of it that you're you're looking down on Rivendell as this this image appears. There's the the great hall in the center. Uh, there appears to be a smaller, a number of smaller buildings and, and out outbuildings uh, close to it. And there's also a a small home off there to the left. Um, it seems to be a, a residence of some sort. Um, and there's paths that uh, lead across the river, a small bridge. And into uh, into Rivendell itself, and you see see some activity, some people moving around, most likely elves, uh, and some of the buildings are lit with at this time of evening uh, appears to be lit by um, uh, by fire, you know. Not, you know. What would you like to do? Uh, well, we approach the the main hall. Obviously, not trying to hide ourselves. Uh, look, look for for folk to announce our presence. That's what I would suggest. And can we go above table for a second? Uh, kind of a meta question for time. Sure. I, I mean, what would Purin's general sense as a dwarf of the Lonely Mountain? Like, how comfortable would he be in this particular setting? And uh, like kind of what's what would be the ten thousand foot overview of where things stands with with the dwarves and the elves at this point? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's close. Yeah, well, that's that's a good distinction too. I mean, it's you would expect that the the words of the the alliance of of men and elves uh, in the battle of the the five armies. Uh, you would expect that, you know, that's recent enough, uh, like six, seven years ago. Um, and, you know, word has traveled to Rivendell. You would expect to be, uh, I'll use the word welcomed as a member of the free peoples. Uh, but still any uh, uncertainties among the, the races uh, still exists. Um, you know, 
not uh, not any more suspicious than usual, <laughs> I suspect. Um, okay. Are are you safe here? Yes. Um, are you, you know, a friend of the elves? You know, probably not. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was really trying to get a sense of kind of like how to. I didn't want to role play this and just be like really clashing with what would actually fit given the history that transpired and I just couldn't honestly remember exactly what role Rivendell played in the Battle of Five Armies, if any. So um, that's why I asked. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the elves that partook in in that battle, they were from uh, Mirkwood. Yep. Um, okay. And I don't think really anything, you know, it wasn't like the Lord of the Ring where there were all those battles that were happening off scene. Right. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you. That answers my question. Okay. Uh, so, I, so I heard from from uh, Chlamydius, or heard from from uh, man about what yeah. uh, what they're interested in doing. What about, what's everybody else thinking? Larry's sort of awestruck by where they're at, so he's kind of just standing around, gaping, and uh, just following wherever people are leading. Yeah, I think uh, Bird is maybe not awestruck, but intimidated by large settlements like this, so she's just kind of hanging back, following Bingo. For Larry, it's literally like stepping into the pages of a story or a legend because he's you know grown up hearing about Rivendell. Mm-hmm. And uh, he perhaps certainly heard of Elrond, I'm sure. So for him, it's like, wow, I never thought it'd actually be a place like this. I'm assuming Chlamydius has, has maybe been there once, but it's not a, a, a well-known place for Chlamydius in your What's that? I, I'd, I'd say I'm, I'm giddy with excitement, uh, you know, hearing the legends of Bilbo traveled through here but uh it's funny i was looking around like i was gonna i was gonna kind of sneak behind the bird and she turned around and <laughs> got behind me and i'm like uh uh okay i uh well, i guess we should go forward tables have turned for once and Buren's probably gonna kind of uh stay close to Clementius, just feeling that potentially he might be better at navigating through things and or like given fear and like you kind of a warning like okay that's probably not the right thing to say or yeah, yeah. he's he just just like a little unsettled uh in the situation so he think Gideon is probably gonna give him hopefully different Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll act as the, the intermediary for everyone here since I don't know. All right, so you guys make your way uh, across the bridge and um, you approach uh, that, that kind of separate um, residence that I, I pointed out to the left in that image. I don't know if I took that limit. Did I take that image down? Yeah, it's not there. Okay. I should keep that up. There we go. They're off to the left, right? And yeah. as as you reach, what's that, please? It looks like a church almost on the left. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, but you you recognize it as in elven style. It, it, it's a residence of some sort. Okay. Um, and as a uh, as you kind of make your way across the bridge and you're you're kind of walking up to that not to enter that building but over on that side of the grounds, uh, you see Chlamydius, You see an elf uh, approaching you um, from a, a path to the side. And he's approaching the company, and he's got this really elegant, um, I don't even know what they're called. I think I've seen, uh, you know, uh, men in, in the Middle East wear them, right? Where the, the top is a, is a uh, full-sleeved, but then the, it's not pants. They wear pants underneath it. Oh, what is that called? There's a name for it. But basically, it, it's open at the bottom. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 decorated with with fine golden threads and you know various designs. He, he's got golden hair that are in these uh, braided um, uh, ponytails, I guess. Um, and he's carrying a lyre in his hand. You know, it's kind of a small lyre. And he approaches you and says, ah, "Travelers." Welcome to Rivendell. I am Linder. What brings you to the last homely house? Huh. Greetings, friend. We we've we've traveled far, and we're here to um to rest and recuperate for uh, before our next journey. We've been from from Mirkwood and and beyond. So. As far as Lake Town. Yes, as far as Lake Town. Everybody make a, an insight roll. Okay. Uh, versus 14. Insight. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Carl. Womp womp. Wow. Not, oh, Urin. Urin is on a Kelly spree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you guys are you guys are kind of picking out the the best way to interact with him, right? I mean, game wise, you have the option of kind of all introducing yourselves, um, or as you've kind of surmised on your own, in, uh, introducing yourselves individually. Or surmising on your own, as you surmise on your own, um, kind of letting Chlamydius as the the Elven kind of speak, be the spokesperson of the of the company, and th- and that's that's borne out by the roles that that Larry is a as a man of of Bree and and Buren is a dwarf. You, you, you're kind of uh, Larry's Larry's that. quite skilled in courtesy, which also sort of tells you how to comport yourselves around strangers. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. I mean, I mean, technically, uh, Chlamydius, we're assuming that he's the best suited, but you know, anybody who's got a strong awe, courtesy, or riddle, or maybe even song, uh, depending on what you want to convey to the, to, to your, the person you're, you're speaking with, um, you know, it may, it's, it's up to you how you want to approach it.
but let's start off. So after that that uh, insight roll, Chlamydius, give me a courtesy roll. Courtesy roll. Okay. Yeah. Not my best. And and and, and give it. We'll do target twelve since you're an elf, because you're an elf. <laughs> Foot in mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the most courteous self in the world. Miran mm. might argue, is there such a thing? Uh. Mm, your story may be true, friend, but uh, friend elf, but uh, uh, you you come with strange companions, and clearly you not you're not of uh, of these lands. No, I'm land of merchants, so I, I'm unknown of here. Obviously, out of my depth, even though we are of the same same race and kindred. Well, the Rivendell is not used to having uh, unannounced uh, or uh, uninvited guests. Does anybody else want to step up with another approach? Um, I, I can try my awe. That's a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> we're here for we're here for Bilbo, right? Yeah, I'll step forward and say, uh, uh, Master Elf, uh, I am a, uh, as you can tell, I'm a Hobbit of the Shire, and and we are adventurers, traveled uh, through various parts of Middle Earth, and uh, we come to seek uh, seek the advice of uh, Master Elrond. I, I've heard stories of of my kin Bilbo passing through here and heard about the, the wondrous uh, the, you know, stories of, of uh, Rivendell and, and we'd like to see if, if you will host us and we could uh, uh, you know re recover ourselves after our long travels. Hey Ty, real quick, are we here because we just sat on to that we think Bilbo's here, right? Or we heard a rumor? Yeah, I, I, I think it was Bingo had word that that uh, Bilbo was was here. Oh, sorry, I for, okay, I, yeah, I forgot you did mention that. Yeah, so we we had uh, we'd heard we had gotten word that Bilbo is is visiting with Master Elrond, and, and uh, we'd like to uh, take party with him if if you if you will let us. Mm -hmm. Raises an eyebrow. Uh, Bilbo, you say? Uh, why don't you give me a courtesy roll there? Uh, bingo. Make uh, versus fourteen though. All right, I think I might have this. Don't let me roll shit down. Wow, nice rolling, Carl. There you go. Yeah, take your uh, take a pip if you have, don't have second it. Second pip, even second pip. Yeah. Nah, I'll just get one right now. Yeah, just one. But I'll hmm. take Bilbo. You say, well, um, it's funny you should mention it. <laughs> funny to see one of his kind here uh, in your group. Yes, uh, Bilbo is here. Our, our master Elrond is is indisposed at the moment, uh, but uh, Bilbo and I were just having a discussion. Master Bilbo and I were just having a discussion uh, by the fireside. Would you like to join us? Absolutely. If uh, you will have us, we will be be very uh, very glad to join your company. So yes, he uh, he says, follow me. You guys follow him along a path to the main collection of uh, of buildings, 
and not the the main hall, not the biggest building, um, but you know one kind of one of the small outbuildings. There is a uh, um, kind of a patio type area that you approach, and sitting around a fire with a most likely a glass of wine in his hand, in one hand and a pipe in another hand. Bingo, you make out certainly to be uh, Bilbo Baggins. And I think I've asked you this about three times now. And I, I'm pretty sure the answer is <laughs> yes. But you guys are like distantly related, right? Yeah, we're distantly related. Of course, of course, I would know about him. He he may or may not know, necessarily know about me because he's quite a bit older than me. Um, and also he's a Baggins and I'm a Took. So. What is it? Right. Second cousins once removed on his mother's side. Is yeah, that yeah. How, was, that how, uh, Pippin, <laughs> was that how like Pippin that. described it? Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll, I'll approach and uh, mm -hmm. uh, provide. You know, I'll, uh, I'll do a deep bow and say, uh, Master Bilbo, uh, my name is uh, uh, Bingo Took. Uh, I'm, I am honored to be in your presence. Uh, may we sit in. Uh, and uh, enjoy the fire with you. Bingo, bingo. Huh. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to see you. Welcome to Rivendell. <laughs> he lets out a hearty laugh. <laughs> you are just in time. Please pull up a seat. And your friends, pull up a seat. And uh, Linder, he, he sits as well. And he makes a motion and, and with his hand as if to be calling somebody. And kind of unseen until now, uh, an elven servant uh, steps out and he's, he's got a, uh, a jug of wine. Uh, and he begins to hand out glasses to any of the company that wants it and he pours, pours wine. And uh, you know, Bilbo remarks on how, how fine the elven wine is here. Uh, Master Elrond has a a great uh, wine cellar that is well maintained and stocked with some of the best varieties throughout the land. Now, <laughs> bingo! I'm happy to see you here. I, I think that uh, you may uh, you may remember something that uh, my elven friend here, and he, he gestures to Linder. Uh, and I've been talking about. Um, we've been talking about uh, the the uh, shared history of our peoples. Ah, and, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and the lore master is looking for his notes. Uh, shared history of elves and and. Hobbits? Yes. Ah. Yes, uh, Linda and I were discussing an important event in the lore of Hobbits. The fall of Fornost, or the King's Norbury, as we Hobbits like to call it. And Linda speaks up uh, and he explains that uh, well the chronic the ancient chroniclers of the old kingdom 
recount how in the year 1974 of the third age god jesus these names are killing me king <laughs> arvind arvindui left fornost at the coming of the forces of angmar to assemble a host on the north downs now my friend bilbo here insists the shire sent a company of archers to assist the king but i know that no records exist to confirm this nor has anyone here in rivendell heard of such a thing indeed not even the rangers tell tales of such an event so maybe if i can summarize or explain it Bilbo is trying to claim that the the uh you know let's see it's the year 2940 or 50 something like that so maybe uh, 1200 years ago uh or a thousand years ago um the hobbits undertook this heroic deed heroic action and sent a company of archers uh to assist uh a king in finding fighting the forces of angmar whereas linder claims that really that those are all just fairy tales and no record exists and if anyone knows um it would be uh, the elves of rivendell and they have heard of no such of a thing um Bingo, give me a lore roll. Like it's 14? Yeah. Uh, I can spend... Um, I can make it if I can spend uh, Fellowship Point. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Take a fellowship point. Uh, you spend a fellowship point. Uh, yeah, you do remember tales of this elven, excuse me, this this hobbit company being sent and the heroic stance they took in the battle. Um, everyone else in the company, uh, the, the non-hobbit of you, hobbits of you, uh, doesn't sound like anything that you've ever heard of. Even with Larry's folklore specialty? Uh, general folklore? It's under specialties. I, I don't actually have yeah. the, the description of what it would actually... Of, of, of what it actually... Or how it actually functions. But I just you know possess that some knowledge of many traditional customs, belief, and stories of the various communities. Just I'm thinking, from Bree, it's possible he could have heard something like that. Because would, he would probably know at least some Shire stuff but mm -hmm. that's your call uh you, you're a maybe how about that yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe maybe heard something about that i don't know the hobbits love to talk about their contributions <laughs> so well so bilbo starts to turn to the rest of you i'm sorry step back so uh bingo definitely you, you're taking bingo at his at his word. You've heard stories about this this company of archers. Um, well, this, and, yeah, that, that certainly would have been lore within the Hobbit community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Larry probably 
conflates it with other, you know, heroic Hobbit stories that he's heard. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I remember the Hobbits saying they, they helped out in this battle or that battle of ancient Yor. I can't remember anything specifically about, you know, fighting against Angmar, but. Yeah, and then the rest of you really haven't heard anything, uh, anything about it. Um, so Bilbo turns to the rest of the company. So putting uh, Bingo and, and, and Larry around, uh, he turns to Buren first. Says, Master Dwarf, uh, surely you've, you've spent time with, with those hobbits in the past. Uh, and appears to have one in your company. Uh, you've learned something of our people. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm, certainly, you would think that our story is 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 plausible. Oh, indeed. I've learned from my kinfolk that you only underestimate a hobbit once, and uh, your role in our glorious return to the Lonely Mountain is still spoken highly of. So yes, I'm willing to place my faith, take your word as your bond on this matter. And he takes a, a long draw on his pipe and blows it on the ear, on, into the air uh, uh, with a look of satisfaction as he, he nods at you and takes a... Uh, uh, grins at Linder <laughs> as if as if having scored a point. Um, and you, madam, uh, you are certainly not of these lands. Tell me about yourself. You are from from the from the east, I take it. Yes, I'm part of the Woodmen near Woodland Hall. You can call me Bird. Bird and. And uh, your hound. Is it common uh, for you to travel with the hound? Most well, certainly. You've never heard of the hounds from the woodmen? <laughs> this here is Fesco. And how does, how does Fesco react to uh, Bilbo? Uh, Fesco's friendly. Like, he's pretty well trained. Uh, a, little, uh, a little trick to be friendly to guests when he's introduced. He pats him on the head. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I'm kidding. He loves it. He, so... So the, the evening carries on and it becomes more jovial uh, and it seems to be... Uh, Time for the the Hobbit uh, tradition of small talk. Um, he turns to you as a group, and uh, Bilbo says, "So your journey has taken you from what sounds like a long way. What what can you tell me about what is going on over the mountains to the east?" Is he speaking to any any one of us in particular, or or me, in or general, in general? Just anybody. He's like, I, I I I hunger for news from the east. It is not a place that I have seen in many years. 
certainly we can regale him with the uh you know the our our adventures uh from from um uh oh my gosh i just blinked out of the town uh Lake Town. Lake Town. Oh my gosh! Um, so we regale, regale him with our adventures, uh, you know, after having met up in Lake Town and and going south and and uh, you know meeting up with the, the different characters along the way of the river and then going through Merkwood and meeting up with the um, uh, with the Woodland Elves and uh, killing an entire clutch of goblins. Yeah, killing an entire clutch of goblins, and certainly we'll get some laughs out of the, uh, the you know, the, our adventures going underground and taking down yeah. the. <laughs> so Larry showing off his Numenorean spear. Yeah. yeah. Yep. On a serious note, Bertle mentioned that uh, after some laughs, like maybe the joking dies down, and she'll say something effective. The spread of the shadow. Uh, yeah, bird always bringing us down. Yeah, and meeting <laughs> and meeting an odd odd character uh, in in Merkwood who was uh, on a on a sled with rabbits, zipping through and helped us out of a tight spot. And naked. And yes, he was he was bare skinned. Well. These are troubling times, and we've heard uh, more activity around uh, from the orcs and the, the goblins. Everybody, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, certainly, certainly great adventures, but uh, you know, nothing compared to the wondrous adventures that uh, we, you know, that we've, at least me, uh, have. I have heard of you. Maybe you could tell us uh, some of your 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 tales. Ah, well, I had traveled east uh, with my dwarven friends. Um, you've all heard the story of the, the the defeat of the dragon, the red dragon, and made my way back to the Shire. But uh, there's only so long. It's only so long that. Uh, place like that could keep a hobbit like me down and uh after recuperating i uh, recuperating uh, and attending to my garden and writing in some of my book i decided to come back and visit my elven friends but the shires as you would expect it if you haven't been there recently uh, uh, hobbits like to keep to themselves and attend to their gardens and drink uh, their ale and listen to stories but I'll, uh, I'll say I I and I look at him with a homesick look and after a quick uh, visit to the uh, prancing pony I continued west and east and uh, ended up uh, here in Rivendell not uh, not a week ago and all all that brought you here was just uh, to, to visit Master Elrond and 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 uh, get some rest. Acquaint with, uh, get reacquainted with friends that I haven't seen in a while, and uh, and he kind of lifts up his glass of wine, and of course enjoying enjoying uh, the fine wine. Yes, these uh, for as good as they are, not all the fine things are found in in the Shire. Uh, so, Bingo, give me a a courtesy roll. 
Oh, Larry has a question for Bilbo, though. Is it, uh, is it pronounced smog or smog? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I think, I think that, I think the pronunciation varies on part, what, what part of Middle Earth you're in. That's bullshit. It's smog. <laughs> 14. Yeah. Dang it. Um, well, I mean, I can pass it if I get another fellowship point. Go for it. Yep. That's what they're there for. All right. So during, okay. So, so during this conversation, and it's, it's quite pleasant between Bilbo and the, the company, uh, Linder is, is, uh, you know, has his his typical elven detachment is on display. Um, at times, he makes a good-natured jests at Bilbo's expense. Um, at times, he uh, he's, he he uh, expresses frustration because Bilbo can't seem to let the the topic of the archers of Fornost go he brings it up at time to time uh oh bilbo let it go um and after the long discussion i'll take the, oh, oh, oh one more thing ah perhaps bilbo bilbo speaks up perhaps one of you could uh uh entertain us with a song or a story <laughs> Oh, we we have songs, absolutely. Well, I'd love to hear one of your finest. All right. Uh, one second. <laughs> and whenever you're ready, you, can, you make a, it's a in song. the mandolin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if I'm gonna go that far this time. So, I, so uh, you know, I'll, I'll uh, tell Bilbo. I, well, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, I've taken up uh, writing songs, and I've got a couple, a couple that uh, I've I've made for our party, and and it serves us in in times of need, and sometimes uh, times of uh, you know re you know relaxing at, at the bar, and so I'll. I'll I'll pull up uh, the the first uh, the first song and uh, and uh, and the and this is basically the drinking song and and uh, so I'll I'll pull out my instrument and I'll play the song for him and and mm -hmm. sing through it uh, and and everybody can you know, as we get going and uh, can join in and um, and and play that and and then. Uh, you know, if if the mood carries, uh, we can you know play the second song and mm -hmm. uh, and say yeah, that's this is the this is you know it's the it's the this is all about uh, our friendship, our fellowship, our you know and all the adventures that we've had. All right, give me a uh, song roll versus fourteen. Sorrow. Okay, I might hit this one. Oh, oh 20. Nice. Finally. Nice.
All right. Take your pip if you don't have it. Um, but I didn't get a Tenguar. I, I already had a pip. Yeah, yeah, pip in that category. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the song goes over quite well. Even Linder uh, sways a little bit. He, he, you also almost see him trying to stifle it. But he, he definitely seems moved by the song. And then uh, once again, the, the talk turns back to the archers of Fornost. Um, and Linder has, seems to have finally had enough to some degree, in a, in a friendly way. Uh, regardless of what any of us believe to be true, Master Baggins, it is of little consequence. Without evidence to, the, to accompany your claims, they are nothing more than fanciful tales passed down from parent to child. And Bilbo kind of sits up in his chair as if in kind of a in a in a, in a uh, gesturely way of you know kind of feigning offense. Hmm, I must concede you this, Linder. Without proof, they may be just fanciful tales, as you call them. And he, he puts a finger to his lips as if in thought for a moment. And then he gets a smile on his face and a twinkle in his eye. And he turns and gazes upon the company. Perhaps a wager is in order. I am willing to bet that these valiant travelers will one day make the journey to Norbury and might be persuaded to return to tell us about their finds. And Linder's face darkens. I am not sure such a wager is wise, my friend. I do not wish to be accountable, considered accountable for such a perilous quest. And Bilbo waves his hand, ah, nonsense. What do you say, my friends? Would you dare be part of this very unwise endeavor for the yeah. sake of an old hobbit's pride? And Huron just gets full of himself and he steps forward and he kneels, Master Burglar, for that's what we call you. I accept your invitation. I'm sure my comrades will join me. And Bingo will step forward. Of course, it'd be an honor to, uh, do this quest you've asked. Now, 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 get up, get up, get up. This is a friendly wager. Dangerous, perhaps. Ah, well, I'll tell you what, if you think it over, think it over, have, I'm sure uh, Linder here can, and his his staff can set you up and uh, some, some wonderful beds for the evening. Uh, see me at breakfast tomorrow and we'll talk more and think about where your head is on this ask and, and Linder's got kind of a scowl on his face as, as if to think that he's not defeated but he's not happy about the way that this is going in a friendly way Master Linder uh, I, I just I just want to say that uh, you know us hobbits have been overlooked many a time and whether the story is true or not, uh, we we have uh, we have had many an impact on this world that you may not have seen or you may have overlooked. But we will go on this journey, and we will 
see what we can find. And either way, hopefully you will have a better view of Hobbits of the Shire in the end. Hmm. We shall see, as long as the choice is yours. And with that, he, he motions to one of his staff members. Please show our guests uh, to the... Uh, to the bunk hall for the night and make sure that their their needs are attended to. And uh, with that, uh, you guys spend the night in some very comfortable bunk beds. Uh, certainly Buren and Bingo are on the, uh, the bottom bunks. Um, Fesco gets to spend time sleeping by the fire. Mm. And the next morning, uh, you make it out to the hall, uh, the dining hall, which is in the, the main hall of uh, Rivendell. And Bingo is there uh, over a large plate of breakfast. Um, ah, my friends, my friends, please come, come. I have something to show you. He, he motions you over and at that point, some other servants come in and they've got breakfast ready for you. Um, looks, looks quite wonderful. For the most part, Buren, it may be a little bit unusual what you, but they're doing their best. Maybe perhaps a little bit too many uh, fruits and vegetables for your taste. Mm. No ah. bacon back there. <laughs> uh, and the the staff member looks at you. Uh, I'm sorry, Master Dwarf. Uh, no bacon this morning. We're happy to offer you our vegan options. <laughs> oh, Ferky. This is the uh, vaunted elven culture. Uh, is this my understanding? Mm -hmm. Anyway, with that, he, without a word, turns and leaves. Ah, uh, yes, yes, please. Sit down, sit down. And he, he from a, a, a satchel at his side, he pulls out uh, a roll of parchment that he, he unrolls on the table, kind of moves his breakfast out of the way. Ah, I found this in Master Elrond's library. This is a map of the North Downs. Ah, bingo, bingo, take this uh, and use this. And you can, uh, you know, we have leave to use the map uh, for as long as we want. Uh, there's no rush to complete this task. Uh, you are certainly welcome to take your time. Uh, uh, I don't want to press you, press you on the issue. And I will give you no, uh, no date to complete this task. But uh, just remember, I am uh, not as long-lived as my friend Linder. Uh, perhaps sometime in the next year would be acceptable. It would be our honor. And we will... We'll, it, so... We would certainly love to stay here and uh, and recover ourselves before we take off. We've had a hard journey, uh, but certainly after we, that, you know, having time to uh, uh, get our get our supplies together and get and get our our wounds healed, and uh, we would be happy to to take off on this adventure. Wonderful, wonderful. Ah, and then along the way, we'll teach Linda a thing or two about the the spirit of hobbits. Absolutely, I think he could use a good dose of of uh, 
some hobbits. <laughs> All right. So with that, let's call it. You've made it to Rivendell. You have uh, in your back pocket a uh, a task or adventure that you could take at most any time. Um, and let's talk about experience points. All right, everybody uh, gets one experience point for tonight's session. Okay. Uh, I had this in my notes somewhere. Mm -hmm. There we go. I'm going to assume that my bigger number is what I've spent. And my change is the smaller number. I don't think I would have hoarded 20 experience points. Yeah, that's the, right. the upper left right. number is the current. Current, number. okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, and everybody gets a second point for making it to Rivendell. Extra experience? Yeah, so, so you're up to two... And then I'll give a, what do they call it? A supplementary experience point. Uh, for getting, getting through 16 sessions of the One Ring. So it's three total? Three total, yep, for tonight. Nice. Woohoo! All right. Nice job, you guys. Um, so, like I suggested in the in the um, uh, not Slack, what do we call it? Rocket. Uh, I was going to take a break for now. And uh, expedition comes out. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I have in my head. I mean, and then I started looking at stuff this afternoon. Of course, I got excited again. But <laughs> so I'll reserve the right to maybe just reach out at some point and see if a session is in order. Um, Definitely want to revisit things when second edition comes out. Um, Which may be the summer. It, it could be. What'd you say? Could be the end of the summer. Uh, well, I think they were originally talking about November. Yeah. Well, I take that back. They, the, they may have the alpha out. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think they're going to release everything until in physical form until. I think they got proofs working on now. Okay. Yeah. So let's say, we'll say down the road. And, yeah, um, I, I feel like we'll see the "quote unquote" final PDF mm -hmm. a lot, uh, pretty far in advance of the physical product. Like yeah. I think, pretty much once they have the PDF that they're going to send to the printer, you know, or, or they have they know what they're sending to the printer, mm -hmm. then that's the PDF goes out. Because we've got the Twilight 2000 PDF, and I don't think I'm going to. I don't remember exactly when I'm supposed to see that stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's not. You know, last year was September. Did yeah. did everybody hear back that Kickstarter for the the One Ring update, second edition? I didn't. I did. Not. I did. Okay, I did. Some did. Okay. I did. All right. Yeah. And the, it, the second edition is, I guess, supposed to be set more in Eriador, so. For whatever that matters. I mean, I've already got the books for Rivendell, but um, so anyway, just just taking a break uh, in our pocket. I'm not going to schedule anything right now. 
but we'll maybe we'll have two games going this one and the the one with the new setting oh is that plan? i don't know i'm, I'm not saying that's gonna happen but i'm just i'm gonna get all that stuff when i'm that usually when i get a load of that kind of stuff then that mm -hmm. pushes me to possibly run something so yeah for sure for sure i mean i'm all not right, sure guys. there's a reason we couldn't do it is there couldn't do what have your game continue on and then somebody could run you know like the quick start from the oh, new yeah. edition and mm -hmm. you know take that storyline on i don't think they would yeah. conflict in any way so uh, yeah pull anybody to that um cool well thanks guys uh i'll see you online and uh see what happens uh in Brookville next time excellent we'll thanks ty yeah, thanks. 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 Th